0: Oh, hey again, creepy pals. It's Megan, and welcome back to another mini of Clever Ghouls. Today we're going to dig back into some psychological theories and concepts around fear, in particular our fear of death. Death is something that we all sooner or later have to face. We will all experience it, but how do we respond to it? Why are some of us more afraid of it than others? What is it exactly that scares us about death? The fear of death is often referred to as thanatophobia. This is derived from the Greek word thanatos, which is named for the god of death, and phobos, meaning fear. Thanatophobia, or death anxiety in a clinical context, isn't actually listed in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. But still, this anxiety has the potential to seriously affect people's emotional health and disrupt their lifestyle. At this point, we all know how I feel about Freud, but for those of us that might not be aware, Sigmund Freud was an Austrian neurologist and the founder of psychoanalysis, and his main focus revolved around the unconscious mind. Most of his theories have been entirely debunked, and they hold absolutely no weight in the world of psychology today. But the concept of thanatophobia was largely explored first by him. Early in his research, he came up with this concept of the pleasure principle, and it states that organisms continually seek to be good and avoid harm in order to perpetuate life, and that humans inherently are pleasure-seeking. However, he served as a physician in World War I, and during this time, he observed that soldiers would often revisit their most traumatic moments via their unconscious mind, aka in their dreams. He was so confused by this idea because it went against his original concept of the pleasure principle that he developed his original theory to expand from just that one theory of self-preservation, or eros, to also have a second drive in it, the death drive, or thanatos. In his 1920 publication Beyond the Pleasure Principle, he defined the death drive as the organism's tendency to seek a death that is appropriate to its way of being, such as thrill-seeking by racing cars, riding roller coasters, etc. But again, Freud's theories remained largely debunked and really don't hold much weight, as I've said, but later an anthropologist by the name of Ernst Becker gave us another view of death anxiety. He theorized that death anxiety comes naturally to all people who find the thought of death and dying to be unacceptable, and that all of our functions of behavior, a.k.a. everything that we do and why we do it, from setting goals, choosing hobbies, the relationships that we form, are all created as a coping mechanism to distract us from our inevitable death. This thought process eventually gave birth to the Terror Management Theory, or TMT. What started as Becker's original thought was later expanded on and developed by Jeff Greenberg, Sheldon Solomon, and Tom Spazanski. According to TMT, death anxiety drives people to adopt worldviews that protect their self-esteem, self-worthiness, and self-sustainability, and allows them to believe that they play an important role in a meaningful world. A core element of terror management theory is that humans will go to great lengths to avoid thinking about their mortality. Nowadays, psychologists are still having discussions on whether death anxiety stems from a trauma response or if it's an evolutionary ingrained trait. And most believe that death anxiety does not come on its own, but that it's instead accompanied by another type of mental health disorder, such as generalized anxiety disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, hypochondriasis, or obsessive-compulsive disorder. Since the beginning of recorded history, death anxiety has been a pervasive theme in human life. We see this in things from Gilgamesh's 4,000-year-old laments over his own mortality to modern attempts to preserve bodies through things like cryogenics. Death anxiety is unique to our experience as a human being, and our awareness of mortality is a central part of our existence. But our thoughts and feelings around death are largely impacted by our culture. Some cultures view death as a transition into a new existence, and others believe that it's a continuous coexistence between the living and dead, while others view it as a total cessation and the final end. But these cultural differences influence one's lifestyle from things like current behaviors and decisions, someone's readiness to die for a cause, or even to which the degree in which they may fear death. In a 2003 study using a multifaceted measure called the Multidimensional Fear of Death Scale, or MFODs, found a significant difference between how black and white Americans viewed death in different areas. They discovered that on average, white Americans showed higher rates of death anxiety than black Americans in terms of where and how they passed. This was later linked to a publication by Lewis R. Akins, stating that white Americans experienced these higher levels of fear and anxiety around their passing as they were more likely to die in hospitals, nursing homes, or mental health facilities isolated away from their families. I talk about this in depth in our episode on Corpse Bride, but it's just such a different experience surrounding death between the East and the West. I'm Kurdish by blood and Turkish by place of birth, so that's where the majority of my expertise regarding death customs outside of the West stem from. And in the traditional belief of Turks, death is perceived as the leaving of the soul from the human body into another place. Death is not the end, but a very big and beautiful step towards something more important. And on the topic of there being concerns about dying alone, that's just also generally unheard of in Turkey as well. You frequently live out your end of life at home surrounded by your family. And once you pass, you aren't immediately rushed away to a funeral home. You stay put surrounded by your family for a bit, and it's an old Turkish belief that someone stays with the body and keeps the lights on around it because the soul of the dead will return to visit the family. But regardless of where you were born, where you live, or what belief system you follow, the fact is inevitable that we will all die. And while we're still learning about how our brain processes the concept of death, we do know that the anxiety stemming from it is totally normal and something that we all have. We as humans have evolved to have incredibly advanced and complicated cognitive abilities, which makes dancing the lines between self-awareness and self-preservation super nuanced and makes it easy for us to get lost in some of those more scary and unknown details. So now that you're all sitting here thinking about your future demise, that's it for this mini-sode. I hope you learned something new, and if you enjoyed listening to me wax poetic about the human brain and behavior again, please subscribe and share. Maybe toss us a quick review. As always, it was a pleasure, and I can't wait to chat with you again. See you on the other side. The Clever Goals Podcast is run by Megan, Marissa, Blair, and Melissa. This episode was done by Megan. Our intro and outro music was created for us by Josh Marshall. Find his links on our show notes. For more episodes and other spooky content, find us on your favorite social media platform through our handle at CleverGhouls. Don't forget to subscribe and share, and if you really like our content, please leave us a review.